What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in today on the podcast. We'll be talking to uh, our good buddy Colton, discussing some college football stuff, and we venture off into some other topics between him, myself, and the co-host. So I really appreciate you all tuning in to listen. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Poke the Bear and also at Twitter at Poke the Bear. And then thank you for subscribing and listening. Enjoy the show. I'll just wait on um, Kyle to connect now. There. <laughs> What's BD or DB? Uh, dirty baby. That's what oh. we just call him DB. We don't use our uh, our real names on here for right now. <laughs> gotcha. um, oh, you guys have like uh, aliases? So yeah, I just go like, yeah. Or, or was this? No, no. Like, what are the authors For, use? Yeah, yeah, like pseudonym. a pseudonym. Pseudonym. So, pseudonym. I almost said synonyms. <laughs> I mean, B or BJ, and then he just does DB. So Okay. We can still call you Colton if you want. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> just call well, me <laughs> To call what? All right, we're just going to hop right into this. Start chatting up. Welcome, Colton to uh, this episode as our special guest from me and uh, DB. So we talk about some college football and stuff. Appreciate you joining us. Thanks for yeah, having me. How things going? I feel special. <laughs> well, obviously, it's just like us. gurus here, and then this uh, artard. <laughs> we, can't, we can't use the hard. That's why there, I bro. said. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that. hard. I left out a letter. That's we're right. Need to That's soften right. that up a little bit. Yeah, we're gonna need to soften that up. Um, but yeah, no. Obviously, it's just us bullshit at this point. We don't have people are starting to trickle in viewer wise, but hopefully, no, oh, nice. We can have some nice uh, of this. So, I know that one of the things you and I wanted to talk about um, since well, uh, the other, the uh, the third wheel here is pretty much sports illiterate i know we wanted to talk about the transfer portal so i figured we just hop on with that one uh i saw a graphic right before we got on here i got an alert on my phone from a 427 sports it's something wild like over 14 almost 1500 kids are in the transfer portal right now yeah that is absurd that's a absurd number i don't know where all those kids are going to go <laughs> Neither do they. Football. Yeah, exactly. Where are they going to go play football? Um, but I'm, I'm on 427 Sports, and they have the top 10 um, uh, transfers. And obviously now with everything going on, Caleb Williams mm-hmm. entered the portal on Monday. He's the quarterback from Oklahoma who um, took who, uh, got Spencer Rattler benched, and he entered the transfer portal Monday. Um, which was a sh- pretty big shock to everybody. Uh, and there's some some names floating around out there, like going to UGA um, or UCLA are the two the two big ones. Old Miss is kind of in there, but the, the two big ones are UCLA and Georgia. And the kid from UCF that transferred just decommitted from UCLA and committed to OU, which is per- which yeah. is kind of interesting. I think he um, actually might have done that even before Caleb Williams was in the portal. 
Maybe I know that I know like they happen. I think they happen pretty much in. I think that it happened well, I think t- the same day. Tuesday. Yeah, I think that Caleb Williams entered Monday, and Tuesday, um, I think his name's uh, Dylan Ga- Dylan Gabriel mm-hmm. committed, decommitted from UCLA and then transferred to Oklahoma. So, yep. which is pretty wild. Yeah, he was a uh, he was a starting quarterback at UCF when the new OC from at OU was there, the Jeff Lebby dude. Makes a lot of sense then. Mm-hmm. On why he would he would go, and and decommit from Chip Kelly, uh, to you know go follow his his offensive coordinator over there to OU. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's a lot of smoke about him going to Ole Miss before um, before Levy took that job at OU. Oh, I didn't see that. It, yeah, it was before. I think it was like right when he took the right when he got in the portal. Like oh, okay, okay, ago. gotcha. Yeah, and with um, uh. Matt Corral saying he was going to go pro. It, it would make sense for him to go there as well, since he said he was going to go pro a few weeks before the bowl game. Even um, yeah. I, th- I think he's as soon as he got picked for the bowl game, Matt Corral said he was going to go pro, but he was still going to participate in the bowl game. But the Caleb Williams thing is pretty big, pretty interesting development that he decided he was going to leave. I don't know if that's a uh, knock it um, verbal or uh, variables or what, but. That was pretty uh, interesting. Venables, yeah, Venables. Um, which, dude, he, that guy just—he looks like, like Gollum. Just <laughs> Gollum never. If if Gollum was like a never left a cave. Exactly. If he never saw a hint of sun, and he just was even more malnourished oh, than he shit. already is. That is what that dude looks like to me. And his and his little stance on the sidelines, where he thinks. I don't know. He still thinks he's a player. It just, I don't know. Yeah, what to think about it. He's like a defensive Harbaugh. Exactly. <laughs> Going up there, throwing on wide receiver gloves and warming up with the quarterbacks. <laughs> what a loser, that dude. Did you see that? His name's uh, come up for the Raiders head coaching job as of today. Yeah, I saw that. I was uh, I was actually talking to some people about that on the on the UF forum. I was, I was kind of wondering if it was more about um, him trying to get that money back that he gave away at the beginning of the, the season. So hold on, he, so t- he took the he took the pay cut to stay at well, Michigan. And I was wondering if it was you know even if he wasn't actually going to take that job if he was going to use that to get his money back. So on the the UF. On the University of Florida forum, you guys are talking about Jim Harbaugh going pro, and there's a lot of good things happening down in Florida, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it was. Uh, so it was just kind of like the. Um, there's just kind of like a general thread where they talk about random stuff going on. Oh. And people threw it, threw it in the. Uh, they threw like the story in there, just saying, like, "Oh, this is kind of interesting." Yeah, I think it's interesting, and usually, I mean, people don't just make that stuff up. So there's, I'm sure there's something to it. But I don't yeah, know. It could be. Well, it'll be interesting to see how how that shapes out. I don't think he leaves. I think he probably stays um, at Michigan, and then I think Michigan has another down year next year. I don't think that they're gonna they're not gonna do what they did this year. Go from two and six to eleven and two. They're they're not gonna be doing that well. I don't think. I know they got a couple five stars in the recruiting class, but I just don't. I don't see Michigan as a go to. School. No. No. 
it's kind of hard to – well, really, if you if you go back and look at it, they really only won one game this year. So, you know, they lost to, they lost the Michigan State game. I think they, they beat Penn State, but – I mean that wasn't that wasn't what it would have been maybe a couple of years ago. Yeah, Penn State really fell off, no. man. Like they had that they had that game against Sovereign, which was by like this. That was the worst officiated game of the entire mm-hmm. year. Was that? Uh, and I I would argue the second worst was the bowl game with Tennessee. Was the second worst officiated game. But man, I thought that Penn State was gonna do well, and they just. I think they only lost three games this year, but just after their quarterback got hurt, man, this their offense just fluttered, and it was yep. nothing like it was going. It was it wasn't the beginning of the year. Yeah, he played very different. He played different the whole year. I don't think he ever yeah. got healthy. No, no, not no, at all. After, banged up. after he got hurt, yeah, they fell off. But that's also indicative to Penn State. Uh, they'll they'll take an L, and then they'll lose the next like they'll they'll lose the next game to some nobody fucking school. Well Oh yeah, still, man, you only got hey, yeah. you only got another ten years of that, so Yeah. Yeah, yeah, only another <laughs> only another ten years. Yeah, uh that impressed Clifford Franklin, just, though. Oh I didn't know that Clifford came from Xavier. Yeah, I think he's from Cincinnati with like St. X. Yeah, he went to he went to Xavier. That's why I was just looking up. I was just looking him up. Mm-hmm. Is he a junior um, this school. year? I think he's got another year. Uh, yeah, he's got another year. I, I didn't know that he went to Xavier though. Yeah, it's um, a, St. X is a like kind of a power school down there in Cincinnati. Down there oh, wait, no, he was a senior this year. Was he? Yeah, but I mean, oh shit. The point being, after he got hurt, it just did not. He did not look the same. No, they go from so, what were they ranked three, <laughs> and they, yeah, they fell were, off. Yeah, they were a top five team, and they just fell apart. Um, they kept all the what's really annoying is that they kept all these games like super close, and then they just blow them at the end. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of their that's what they do. That's their mo. Yeah. You know, like they, exactly. They, they fucking keep games close, and then they they can't. Come in the clutch, but luckily, yep. the Franklin's such a good coach. We're going to keep him there for ten more years because he can close out the games, the big ones. I mean, I think he's a good coach. He really turned that, you know, uh, program around in a very short amount of time, considering he's, all the stuff that they had dealt with. It's not that he's a bad coach. I wasn't trying to say that. I'm just. He's oh, not, I don't no, think he's an elite no. coach. No, I agree with you. Uh, I'm just saying, I'm. I still like him as a coach. I think yeah. he's doing great things. Uh, I think he's got the capability of uh, taking them all the way at some point, not in the near future. But uh, they're one of the top recruiting schools right now, right? Um, I, I think they're ranked. I think they were in the top twenty-five, but that was it. I'll look it up. But oh, I thought as it you was talk. even higher than that. I thought it was like yeah. top ten. Yeah, I think they're closer to ten than. Yeah, they're, they're six. Definitely that ten. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he's got the ability to get guys to that school, especially with, you know, all these other powerhouses that are, you know, actually winning. So that should say something. But also at the same time, he probably got some of these kids who are like, hey, if I go to Alabama or one of these SEC schools, you're like, hey, am I going to play there? Like they might be a really get great athlete, but they might not start. 
Like, well, I wonder if that plays a part in it at all. Well, there's a, but, there's a couple things now. Now, the one thing I think it's more about what the schools, how the school is competitive currently. Their ability to get playing time and location is a big thing. But now the NIL is probably mm-hmm. the biggest factor on where kids go. Outside of Travis Hunter this year, who was the number one recruit out of Collins Hill, going to going to go play for uh, Deion Sanders, that was an mm-hmm. anomaly. But everything else, man, if you look at these top recruits, they're going to big money schools. Um, yeah. So, like, uh, three of the top ten players in the country are going to Texas A&M. Texas A&M has a top three program money-wise. Yeah, so, you look at, uh, have you looked at that recruiting class? Um, no, I just I'm, – I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> I think it's like it's like somewhere between ten to fifteen. I think it's like I think the number was twelve top one hundred kids. Yeah, I mean it's got six five stars, which is yeah. they're probably I about mean, to get at least one more. So they have twenty eight commits. They're getting ready to max out their their class. So, um, I, get I mean, what you're saying though, yeah, that's a it's a loaded school. And but money wise, Texas A and M, uh, like the Texas schools, really, it's University of Texas and Texas A and M are huge money schools, both with donors mm-hmm. and with just the revenue that they, they pull in just from the the actual program itself. Now, um, does this include, like, merchandise and all that other crap, That includes too? all that. Yeah, it includes yeah. all that. Because they get royalties, obviously, based yeah. off their their copyrights and, and stuff. They're, like, monster uh, alumni bases, too. Yeah, I mean, uh, University. I think the University of Texas, the last time I saw it was the football team was oh it was something absurd like three hundred million dollars a year is what the just the football team brought in they have their own um they have their own network for the University of Texas so and then they that I know for I know the football team especially for Texas funds a lot of those fringe sports like women's water polo and stuff like that like they those teams exist because Texas has a football team essentially yeah. That's true. That's true everywhere. Like yeah. men's football and men's basketball basically covers the whole athletic department. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Ridiculous. I mean, uh, Texas A&M pretty much cleaned house in terms of the state. So if you look at Texas A&M's recruiting class, like we were saying a second ago, six five star. They have a bunch of five stars. They had nineteen four stars. But if you look down the breakdown of where they got talent, they got it all from in in state. They have 17 players from Texas committed, probably cleaned. So they have. Now, is that always a case, though? Like, um, isn't that a big these... deal for, like, some of these big schools? Like, I would say, like, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Texas. It's different Florida, for Texas, they, right? They want to go to, you know, in-state college and play for, like, the team that they grew up watching, you know? Well, they yeah, got, like, so... the top rate, they got, like, the top-rated kid in Pennsylvania, too, I think. <laughs> Oh really? Um, well, I, I yeah. just well they got the, the it's just a big school. Yeah, you know, so they got the number one kid out of Tennessee, mm-hmm. number two out of uh, Texas, number two out of Florida, uh, the number five out of Texas, the number one out of they got the number one guy out of Philly, out of Philadelphia. They got the number one guy out of Arizona. <laughs> like, He's a QB too, isn't he? Uh, the number he is an edge rusher. The number one kid out of yeah. The kid from PA, yeah, yeah, uh, and I, and I, white. He's a edge guy. Yeah, he's huge. He's six five, two thirty. He's a big kid. I think oh. he's playing in the in the under or the all American. used to be the Army All American game. Now I think yeah. it's just like the All American game. Or yeah, I think they got rid of playing on Saturday. 
Yeah, I was looking at uh, that was one of the other stories I pulled up for us to talk about was um, during day two of uh, practice for that game. But um, but yeah, I mean, they cleaned house in terms Mm -hmm. of uh, their their recruiting and. The, but like we were talking about, the NIL is a huge part of this now if with both the transfers and with recruiting. So I th- I think that Penn State's going to have a a harder time bringing in those high-caliber recruits just because of the NIL deals. Now, do you think football as a whole, like these powerhouse schools, are going to change? Like uh, Alabama, LSU, you know. I don't think so. No. I, well, LSU had a down year. LSU just lost to Kansas State. Oh, like, yeah. I'm just using them fucking, as an example from yeah. a recent uh, W. Oh, dude, did you see you see how many people that are missing, and they're like all their coaches were basically off the field assistants from the previous staff. Oh yeah, no, like, they're like being LSU's a disaster. And stuff. Oh, did they how clean did they... house once he left? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Why? That's 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 pretty typical. I mean, uh, I'm just confused. Wanted, like, I don't think they wanted to uh, coach with Foghorn Leghorn over there. Yeah. <laughs> won a national difficult. championship for him. Yeah, but he won a national championship. Well, you're t- we're talking about LSU. Yeah, I thought you were talking about Brian Kelly coming down there. No, no, that's no. no. What ta- that's what I was talking about. Yeah, Ed Ogeron's uh, been gone for like a month. Yeah, but well, he was talking about like, do they usually clean house with the coaching staff? And I was like, yeah, they they typically do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that part makes sense. I was more curious as to why they did part ways after winning a national championship. For his record. This is is the SEC, dog. Yeah. Gene Chisholm got fired like the year after he won one. Oh, yeah, after he won one with Auburn with Cam Newton. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, They pulled up a stat, actually, in Jimbo Fisher in the same – since Jimbo Fisher has been in the SEC, he had the same record. As Ed Orgeron, Ed Orgeron got fired, and Jimbo Fisher got an extension. <laughs> they had yeah. the like they had the exact same win loss. I think like, he had. I think he had one less win. I think he has like I think Orgeron actually had a better record. Yeah, th- from his national title season. Um, but yeah, that just, was one of the funniest things too. Is like he beat he he beat Mullen two years in a row. He had a he had a winning record against him, and then they fired him after he beat him. Yeah, that's that's usually how these things go, right? It's funny. Well, no, you, I mean like, it, you like kick Ed them when they're down. <laughs> no, I'm being a smartass. Yeah, no, I'm definitely being a smartass. Like, it should have been hey, the other way around. <laughs> hell yeah, man! I'm gonna keep my job for another week. Accent, get out of here. Yeah. Although I do love hearing him say "Go Tigers." <laughs> Fucking yeah. yeah! Oh, his voice is awesome. <laughs> that's yeah, he's got a, he's got enough to be next year. I don't know if I can handle that voice for that long, man. If he'd be oh, like, man, no, I hope he, I hope he's on the like the SEC network or something. He'd be like Bizarro Lou Holtz, but with that fucking laugh. <laughs> like I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> Just like fucking all the time, it'd be bad. No, I man, they gotta pair him with RG three. That'd be awesome. RG three is kind of awkward when he talks, though. Oh yeah, I'm pretty ha- I'm pretty pumped for the guy that he's you know f- he's still around football. He got a raw deal, I think. Um, whenever he was up in DC. But, but uh, yeah, he's he's kind of he's kind of awkward. I think he's getting better, getting more comfortable in the booth. I think he did. Uh, I think he had when we played Sanford. He might have been the one of the commentators. I actually thought he was pretty interesting. 
Uh, yeah, he, I mean, he's still smart about it. I think I watched him. I think he called the OU Baylor game, and mm. I watched that. Uh, maybe no, I don't think that was him. He's called a couple games that I've watched, and I was like, oh, he's he has some awkward moments, but I think that yeah, he's probably throttling it back a little bit because he wants to probably say some funny shit. He's like, oh, oh fuck, yeah. I'm on TV. <laughs> Can't say I'm that. on TV. <laughs> yeah, I think that's definitely he's he's not as like uh, like polished and. And some of the other people, are, he definitely just gets in there and kind of talks a little bit. But I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, he can't – he's not like Kyle. He can't just fucking throw out the hard the hard R and just <laughs> – like it's nothing. Just, just throwing it out there. No big deal. Yeah, but I don't need to, so it's okay. Yeah, you – but, yeah, it's pretty interesting that they uh, they have the top recruiting class right now. They'd be in Texas A&M. So, yeah. we'll Go see if that – look at it. See if uh, yeah, I'm on. I'm on it still. Well, no, I'm saying like if you look at it, if I think it's like for three or four years in a row now, <clears throat> the number one class in the country has been the greatest class of all time. <laughs> if you yeah, look at it, it's been like it's been like three or four years. Like they've these teams have been loading up so hardcore that every year the next year is like the greatest class of all time. Oh, okay. Well. A lot of that, I think, dude, that's that's been going on for a while, though, where everybody – I think that's just part of the hype trend that comes from all these – people are just trying to get clicks with stuff, you know? It's all about oh, traffic. When, when – like when 247 is – I think they're literally talking about the points, the points accumulated. The points that they assign. Class. Yeah. Well, fuck, man. I mean, we've, we've had this conversation about ESPN. I mean – the easiest way to become a five-star recruit is to commit to Alabama or Clemson, and then you magically mm-hmm. go from like a three-star to a five-star. So yeah. the, that's why I really like looking at rivals, but 247 Sports had more stuff on the, the transfer, whereas rivals yeah. obviously concentrates more on the – Yeah. So cool. Yeah. So have, you I, that's seen, what, um, have you seen this new one called On3? No. Yeah, so it's the same guy who developed – it's the same guy who developed – Rivals and then developed two four seven. He he created both those sites and then sold them both, and now he's creating yeah. a new one. It's called on, on three. three. It just it, it just dropped like uh, December, I think. Huh? I just got pulled up. On three, on three sports. Mm-hmm. So it's just on three dot com for anyone mm-hmm. that wants to. I really like rivals. You and I have talked about it. I think if you look at rivals composite when it comes to them projecting talent. I think they do the best job between them, ESPN and, and 427, uh, or 2-7, yeah. What the fuck? Two four seven. Seven. Yeah, 247 Sports. I think that Rivals does the best job of projecting the kids from high school to college, and then those guys typically go to the NFL. I think they project them – usually they project them better, in my opinion. Well, a little bit of awkward silence? Yeah, I think they do a good job of – I think they do a better job of um, like scouting and ranking them. Yeah, I mean, their evaluation is probably better than that. Definitely better than ESPN's, and definitely better. Remember when they had Scout? Yeah, um, I remember Scout. Well, Scout became ESPN, but yeah, dude, uh, it'll be interesting. I'll have to dig through this uh, this website here in a little bit. You should just you should apply to this site. Just try to be a. a a yeah, uh, commentator, yeah. you should do it. <laughs> Try to be yeah. a commentator. Um, that'll be interesting to see. It's got a nice, it's cool little logo, but I'll yeah, it was it that's was created by the exact same guy, and they're starting to pull riders from 
from both those sides. Oh, really? Two forces, yeah. That's how you do it, and you gotta just fucking take the competition. <laughs> well, one of the things that's gonna be interesting there is they actually track, they kind of, they have a a way of tracking NIL value for each recruit. So if you go to their page, you can go to their huh. profile and see based on where they go, what their evaluation for NIL potentially is based on where they're going. That is super smart. Them. To do something like that. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll look up. Well, I don't, I'm going to look up Walter Nolan just because I think Travis Hunter probably kind of killed himself a little bit, so to speak, by by going to Jackson State. Um, I'll look and no, see. No, but if you if you actually you said like if you go and look at his evaluation on there over since since National Sign Day, it's actually increased because they, it takes into consideration things like uh, okay, like social media following and whatnot and, and interactions mm-hmm. and stuff. So yeah, there's a whole tab for oh, it says influence soon so they don't have it yet yeah. but but they have it yeah that's that's fucking smart though to i think junior just dropped out oh yeah he didn't well maybe he can maybe he can come back I don't, well it might just be you and i for the rest of this yeah Con- I think, well, oh there he is, is. He is. he's coming back all right yeah. cool. he's back in it but um but yeah that's pretty interesting they have that Interesting. Well, he's like the number one composite, but he's number two nationally on on this on three website. Who's one? Is it Nolan? It's kind of weird, man. It's like, the... So Walter Nolan is two. I don't understand their rankings right now. Mm. Hmm. I don't know. I'll figure this shit out. No, I don't understand this. I think they're maybe pulling everything together. Yeah, I think uh, it's works similar how 247 does their composite. So it's a composite of composites. Yeah, so I think they have... So they have Marvin uh, Jones Jr. as the number one overall. What? I don't know, but I don't know what they're. I don't know what they're doing though. Hold on. See, that's weird because I don't even know if he's. I don't even know if he's a composite five star on two four sevens. I I wonder. I think he's a yeah. five star on like rivals, but not on there. So well, this is pretty cool. They have another thing on this website where you can go and you can uh, recruiting industry comparison. So they have on threes evaluation, and they have. Um, 247 ESPN rivals all on the same page. Mm, that's cool. Interesting. Yeah, so that's that ESPN has a com- Yeah. I don't understand this though, because like on three oh oh so then they, and they have a consensus. Oh, okay, I get it. Okay. All right. This is actually pretty cool. If anyone's into into this kind of shit. So the way on three is doing this is they have their evaluation. 247 sports evaluation, ESPN's evaluation on rivals, right? And then squad chart. And then to the left of it, it has a consensus where it averages out all four of those. It makes one like essentially composite score based off of everyone's input. Which is so like the, like the consensus is that he's the 16, the 16 
uh, 16th best player in the country. He's the number two edge. He's the number three in the state of Florida. Um, on has him one across the board. Two for seven has him not ranked like that at all. ESPN, so he's a five-star with on two four seven rivals. He's a four-star with ESPN. So it's kind of interesting how they did this. How, this might be a really interesting site to go to. They have like their own thing for NIL and stuff. This will be a pretty interesting site to, to continue with. Yeah, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming down because there was a. Um, he did an interview. The guy who I can't remember his name. He did an interview on one of these UF podcasts called Stadium and Gale. And he basically just kind of laid out that he uh, he he talked about the process of like creating the other two sites. And he kind of hinted at the idea of a newer site, but yeah. And then it finally came and dropped. And they started talking about more over the fall, and then it dropped. I think December. Who do you yeah. sell the other two sites to? Uh, two four seven. He sold to. He sold that to CBS, I think, and I think Rivals is Yahoo, right? Uh, I believe. Yeah, I believe we Yahoo's went to our Rivals went to Yahoo. Yeah, that would have been that would have been a, a while ago. I mean, that might have been when we when we first started getting into this following That's the like, site in like high school. Yeah, when like when Yahoo was still relevant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I don't even know if anyone still goes to. Yahoo.com. It's just a legacy mail server now. Yeah. It's like the MySpace of whatever they do. I think AOL is probably... So AOL would be like the Zanga. And I think <laughs> Yahoo might be might be the MySpace. It might be the MySpace. I don't know who the last person who mentioned Zanga was. Uh, Kyle <laughs> Actually, did, we or, talked about he, it the yeah, other day. He did oh, okay. on the, uh, the last one we did. He You're mentioned talking it about coding. Yeah, he was talking uh, about how when he had a Zanga he was coding. <laughs> doing his HTML copy and paste. Oh. <laughs> so, that was a pretty funny conversation we were talking about. Oh, man, life was so I much simpler when I was out. doing my own coding. What was that? I'll have to go back and check that out. I didn't, I didn't know you guys had started picking back up on the on the shows. Oh, yeah, man. We're, um, oh, I, I think I did like two... While he was on his work trip, and then uh, yeah. I took a break while I was in a, a class for a little while. Um, I had like a, a nine-week-long um, EPME class had to be be in, and I had a, I put a lot of effort into it. And gotcha, so gotcha. I took another break, and then I picked it back up, and we did another one. Um, what was it Sun Saturday or Sunday when yeah. I was on? I did one while I was on COVID. One one more with him in this style forum while well, still in isolation. Now we're doing this one with you. Gotcha. So, we talked about some interesting stuff. Um, we're going to talk about censorship. Uh, probably, I mean, one of the shit we can do it now. Did you see that Dan Crenshaw rewrote the Section 230 stuff? Did you see that stuff that I text you? No, I saw you throw it in the group. I haven't had a chance to read through it. So it's essentially. Substantially longer than the original version of the 230. Yeah, because yeah, I, uh, I think the original one was like three pages, including the cover page. Give me mm-hmm. the cliff notes. That's what I want. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I can – while you guys bullshit about this, I'll pull it up so then I can actually do proper cliff notes. So I believe he posted it to to Twitter and some other stuff so I can get on our, our uh, Poke the Bear Twitter and pull it up real quick while you guys bullshit about it. Well, there's not much bullshit about because I didn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, no shit. But um, 
he's got more than one. I don't know which one of these. He's got more than one fucking. Uh, Have you seen his commercial? Twitter, I guess. The one where he's doing like the all like the, the vets jump. together. Yeah. Or is it? He yeah. thinks he's a fucking superhero. Yeah, I was like, oh come on. <laughs> well, when, didn't that actually come out during during his campaign? Oh, he, he didn't. Yeah. He do that? Didn't that actually come out a while ago? Yeah, oh. it's old, but it's funny. Oh shit! Uh, well, before that, so <laughs> you gotta lean into it. I'll have to come back to this one because if you have you guys heard about the um, the special tactics officer, the female that got preferential treatment. No, no, but I'm not surprised. Uh, we can talk about that in a second. But um, so someone basically got one of the um, the combat controllers down there at the 350th Special Warfare Squadron. Someone released all the all of, like the shit that's been going on with this this. Uh, I'm not going to say her name, but the girl since 2018, and Crenshaw just uh, posted it. Um, so and he tagged the sec def in it. So, oh, right. so, so I mean, I, I think know that probably... there's a, so there's a female still now. No, she's on her way to graduation, but oh, okay. um, they yeah, she's on her way to graduation. Scores. They, she quit multiple times, and basically they pushed her through anyways. Is what it, what it comes down to. Oh, so the thing that everybody was worried about is exactly what happened. Uh, yeah, pretty much. It's uh, not good. From, but yeah. So I'll I'll start with this. So basically, the thread because I read it earlier. Um, basically, it starts off in 2018, where she went to phase two, and they're doing like obvious all their workups, um, to go to their their scuba stuff, and she she quits and she she quit in front of a bunch of people, so they like removed her from training, sent her back to Herbie from Texas, down to Herbert Field. And was like, yo, dog, she quit. Well, what they decided to do it at the, uh, the STTS, the Special Tactics Training Squadron, was they put her through a pre-scuba. A pre-pre-scuba? No, no, no. Like, they put her through her own class. They made it for her. Oh, and it was outside of the pipeline. So she did not go back to Texas to um, actually complete the training where you're supposed to. She did it at the STTS. So she did it outside of the pipeline. It should be she, all at Herbie. No, they still do stuff at Texas. So, so they, um, this is obviously, and this is, this is from 2018. So what they're doing now, vice 2018, this is when she was going through at that point in time. So then, um, they sent her through this, uh, this like ladies course for lack of a better term, and then put her back in the pipeline and then when she got um, to another portion, she quit multiple times. And then they pulled her out and they sent her, set her on a board to evaluate the training. And um, the, like the commander of the entire a major command basically put her back in uh, and said, because she, so she got peer reviewed at the very, she got, the cadre came together, like, hey, is this person going to make it through or not? And they, they all said no and voted her out. All, like boat her off the island essentially and then she got put back in so she's going to graduate um she's probably going to get somebody killed but uh but yeah but crenshaw brought it up and what he said was you cannot sacrifice training standards ever full stop if this account is true 
our military needs to address it now, and then he tagged the sec def. So we'll see if I'm sure he Secretary tagged, Austin should tagged old CZ in it. I mean, he's he's part of the uh, he's part of the establishment, my man. He he's got to beat that drum as well, like yeah. everybody else. It's not. Oh, that's just, that's the would... point. Is that you're not. So... Oh, so I just thought it'd be interesting to tag him as, as someone who went through that whole process. Yeah, I mean, well, uh, Mealy is a SF guy. He's gone, so, though, isn't, isn't it? Oh, wait, no. Is he, he's still the, the chairman? Yeah, he, he's still there right now. So, I mean, he's been, he's been a, a pretty... Um, he's been serving as the the chairman for a minute all right cool so i have the bill pulled up now it's eight pages long i think the one before was uh i want to say it was like three or four pages including the like the fucking cover the cover letter but um this it's labeled discussion and draft but the big thing is as you as you go through this is uh non-discrimination is uh the big one essentially this what he is proposing, it still safeguards the the internet companies and the companies themselves that are allowing people to use their services to post things, right? But what this does is it provides, it makes it the law that you have to, unless they do something that is illegal, you have to provide them with the ability to access the services you provide, but you are not held accountable for what, the, which is already the case. Um, <clears throat> so he defines like the, the, what a cover company is, blah, blah, blah. But the big one, I believe was on four, maybe not. Oh, I'll go, I'll find it real quick. Cause it's the way they write these things is just super weird, man. Um, like legalese. Yeah, the way they have to write it. It's it starts at like so preserving the uh it's actually the very first thing, remind it's preserving access to lawful con- uh content is what it's called. But um basically he defines it what a what it is. A, a the companies covered may not engage in practices that that do any of the following. So this would be any of these social, any of these internet companies would not be allowed to do these things. So they're not allowed to block or prevent a user or entity from accessing any lawful content. So they can't just arbitrarily ban people because they go against some, you know, new guideline kind of like, you know, Facebook's done where we had a, we had a site where we posted a meme and then I think it was this summer, right? where they came back and said it was against their, their uh, policies. Yeah. Was it this summer? Yeah. So we posted, I, I think we posted in like 2015 or some shit. And they came back in 2021 20, and hit us with a, uh, I mean, the site is dead. We haven't posted anything in it in years. It's, they it's came back the, with a, you violated our policies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. <clears throat> so they're like, oh, you violated our policies. I mean, I broke from your brand new policy that we posted this in 2015. So another thing, uh, you're not allowed to do anything that degrades or impairs the access of a user or entity to lawful internet traffic on the basis of content application service or use of a device. 
Um, and there's some exceptions, basically, like, um, if a covered company publishes in its terms of service a description of a type of content that such a covered company blocks or otherwise prevents access to under paragraph one, you can you can do it as long as it doesn't degrade or impair. And then um, if the internet platform acts as a publisher, uh, they shall not apply, the, the prohibitions under section A shall not apply to the extent that an internet platform publicly proclaims to be a publisher. So I don't know, basically what this gets at is you can't fucking just block people. Oh, willy-nilly. Like... All willy-nilly unless it's explicitly stated in your terms of service. So like being a a, <clears throat> a conservative or you can't you can't like take um, these these doctors that have been getting taken off of social media like um, Robert Malone and Peter McCullough, you can't take them off social media because they have a they have an opinion is essentially what this right. is getting after. Yeah, but how do you uh, stop them from changing their standards? I mean, yeah, you have like that's what would happen. But but then if they change their standards, I don't know how you get around that. They're still they're still a, a company, a private company, so I don't know how you get around that. Or when they yeah. base their standards off somebody else's standards. I mean, you would or hope. Rather, where they're like, hey, you, you can't go, you can't post things that are contrary to the CDC, but then, you know, the nature of the CDC is that it constantly changes. Well, I mean, that's the whole thing about, like, just science in general, right? I think mm-hmm. we, had, we had a friend um, that stuff, and his, his, the line he would use all the time was, it's settled science. It's like, I don't I don't think that that's a thing, dude. Like, oh, sure that's then, science. like the different genders. That's what it was. So like, yeah, there's only it's... two genders. He's like, well, actually, medical and scientific research is starting to say that there might be more than one gender. And you're like, don't you think that they're bending the knee to uh, accommodate, so, you know, this political uh, yeah, the stance? Sh- you're like, uh, that's exactly what they're doing. But you were too naive to see that that's why it's happening to like justify this, you know, this political outcry. There's Yeah. Exactly there's... the same stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But him saying but it was just the point of him saying it's it's settled science. Mm. It's like Fauci saying that he is science, but um but it's just, you know, one of those things that science is always changing, so why would you why would you root your terms of service into an entity that one Right. Has, they're not a, they're not part of the legislature, like they don't have any formal power to dictate anything. That's why they, they're giving like guidelines. Yeah, it's a guideline, not, not a. Uh, yeah. Not a law. Exactly, they're not a governing. They're not a part of the governing body. Like they're not a part of the, you know, the three pillars of government. That's not what they are. They are there to advise. So whatever, but we'll see how. If people, if companies do that, I mean that's their prerogative. It'll just be, I think it would be messy for them. Wasn't there some other stuff that was going on when they had, with things like Instagram, where they came and kind of admitted that they, it wasn't just your your public posts. It was also things like they were able to to go through, um, like your D, like your instant messages and whatnot. Yeah, Instagram was doing that. They were going through yeah. your, uh, I think. So Which if Instagram is doing it, Facebook. Facebook 
Yeah. Yeah. So Facebook's say, also so doing, it. doing it there. So they were, yeah, they were going through, and I think they were going back through old messages to look for uh, white nationalist remarks. That's what they mm-hmm. were doing, I believe, if I recall gotcha. correctly. But I don't know. It'll be it'll be messy, man. We'll see how this whole Section Two Thirty thing thing goes. But I think what the the main arm of it is to uh, stop uh, political censorship. Is all he's aiming to do is stop political right. censorship. But the censorship in general is getting pretty fucking rowdy. Yeah, and it's so blatant. Yeah, like this, like the stuff with the doctors is um pretty wild, man. Like you took the um the guy that has the original nine patents for the vaccine that you hold behold so dearly, you deplatformed him because he said some shit you didn't like in and in quote caused vaccine hesitancy. It's pretty wild shit. Yeah. What he well, he developed the not the vaccine itself, but like the the process or the technology for developing it the way they did. Is that for like yeah, the so MNRA he, stuff? Okay. Yeah, he developed the M N N of the M N R A R fuck I can't pronounce it. MRNA yeah. vaccine, like the actual technology originally gotcha. back in the late eighties, he holds the original nine patents. So he didn't okay. he didn't have anything to do with the the two yes, that were made in America, but he has he developed the technology that they use to use the, to make those uh those vaccines. But the dude fucking works for Ditra, so he's not like a chump. So he works for the DoD. Um, he's not a he's not an idiot. That's for sure. You yeah, mean I, they I censored a DoD employee, a government employee? Yeah, I think he. Well, I think he's a contractor. I don't think he's necessarily like a um. Oh, yeah. Are those even real people? Yeah, contractors aren't real people, for one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he he. I'm uh, pretty sure he is a contractor with Ditra. Gotcha. But I will find out real quick. I'm, I'm at his. I pulled up his website real quick. But he did have a LinkedIn. I think he got taken off LinkedIn. Yeah, he got. He got taken off LinkedIn. <laughs> Oh my uh, god, man! Because that is that's social media as well. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> it, it is. is. It is, man. It's pretty fucking pretty wild. I was looking for his like bio, his history, but whatever. So yeah, I, haven't, I haven't listened to. I haven't really listened to anything from him. Or seen. I mean, I know he's. I know he's doing like the, the podcast rounds right now. Him and in the the Doctor McCullough guy. Mm-hmm. But I haven't, I haven't seen, I haven't, like I know they're both on Rogan recently. Uh, yeah, I listened to both those. I'm actually with the uh, Dr. Malone one, but it's pretty, pretty fucking hmm. stuff that he says. But yeah, who knows, man? Pretty soon we're all just going to look like fucking Hellraiser and we're going to have 57 <laughs> needles, needles inside of us. <laughs> We're just gonna walk around, like we'll just be in wheelchairs, you know, like with fucking Oculus headsets on our head, wheelchairs just rolling around in the metaverse with fucking just. We're We're just gonna be avatars. Exactly, (laughs) but we'll be rolling around with IV vaccines, (laughs) while just just rolling around, just 
paying uh, paying Pfizer. <laughs> Just pump me full of that good stuff, Pfizer. With our with our Facebook crypto. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Sign our we'll N- be, NFTs. <laughs> yes, we'll be talking to like the fucking the meme coin uh the meme coin fucking uh slum lords walk just rolling around doing that. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. All, all the women are gonna work at OnlyFans. If if we're lucky. <laughs> if we're lucky. They'll all be OnlyFans. What a what a crazy did uh did we ever tell you about the uh there was a uh chick that I, I was dating in California that ended up doing OnlyFans. Did we ever tell you about that? No. <laughs> Probably well, doing pretty well, right? Uh, I think she. Well, I don't think her career, her uh, her choice in career, went quite the way went she the expected. Way she planned. Yeah, oh, uh, man, Kyle, your microphone sounds weird. Um, but uh, so um, she was going to Sac State to be a vet. So I pretty much like came to the conclusion of the story already. She's going through veterinary school, and um, she uh. Took a hit of horse tranquilizer. She had to have. But she was doing her thing, whatever. She uh, she was like doing her thing, and uh, I was like, man, this this girl is. Pr- I don't think she's gonna make it to veterinary school. <laughs> like, like talking to her, just, and and he was there, like talking to her, like just thinking, I don't. <sighs> People, people have surprised me before, but I don't think that you, you are going to be a vet. And and so, uh, sure her, she wasn't going to be a vet tech. Oh no, she was. She was uh, she, you know, going she through work at the at the PetSmart. <laughs> she was trying to. She was trying to work uh, with like exotic. Um, her they own like a horse farm growing up, or like they owned cattle. That's what it was. They had cattle. Yeah, in the you you said exotic, and I was like, oh, you talking about Ricky Steele? Oh, oh, Ricky! Um, you should probably blank that out when you go back and record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, but um, like, like she'll ever hear this. But no, so yeah, I think she's like big cats anyway. Let, let me hop off here and jump back on. How you gotta jump out of the metaverse and come back? Yeah, get out of here, bitch! And so, but what happened was, is um, she. I, we stopped talking to each other because I was like, I can't, I can't deal mm-hmm. with this shit. So we stopped talking. Right. And then she, she went off to do whatever. We went our separate ways, obviously. I ended up marrying an old girl and all that stuff. And then one day I reactivated, I think I tried to reactivate my Instagram. I got back on Instagram and she was posting all these pictures in lingerie. I was like, what the fuck is this girl doing? And I was like, man, I've seen some chicks like, you know, trap people before you know just like (laughs) but uh what is she doing i clicked on her uh, her page and it was right there like here's my link here's here's all my links it was like first first one was her only fans it's like man i don't think she's a vet (laughs) (laughs) so maybe she's doing really well she's in the top but but yeah crazy Life is crazy. So, but, but she used her, her personal profile to start advertising all of her shit for OnlyFans, which 
it's probably a pretty genius move minus mm-hmm. the fact that you're it, i don't know if your parents have social media and they're on there might not be the best thing but um i mean you have all these people that maybe did or did not want to see you naked and you start with them and build from there <laughs> like maybe they yeah, so it's like all the dudes from high school exactly <laughs> maybe they just like threw her a couple shillings they're like let's like, go oh, see man. let's go see like, what this sky looks like oh, exactly Go see what this scally looks like without her, without her uh, boob cover on. So, I'm sure that that is a pretty good business model when it comes to OnlyFans. I don't know what people do with that, but you gotta maybe you develop a base somewhere. Yeah, and if you have a bunch of friends, you know mm-hmm. that's you're already starting at a base. You don't have to reinvent I knew it. This guy wanted to fuck me ten years ago. I wonder if he still does. Oh yeah, he does. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like Titty Patreon. Exactly. <laughs> Titty Patreon. <laughs> yeah. He makes up a fake account and disappears and masturbates and cries. While, oh, his, while his, uh, his dependa wife is taking care of his six kids. I could have almost got to go to work. She just goes to the back room and closes the door. <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, this is just a new it's age. Studio, uh, Kyle. Yeah, first of all, it is it's called a studio. Studio. <laughs> yeah, talk about your privilege, that's, Kyle. That's oh, y'all that meme. That's y'all that meme about this girl's like, why are all these guys instead of talking to someone, why are they all creating podcasts? This guy came back and was like, same reason all these women uh, create oh, yeah. fancy set of jobs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, hit the nail on the head. I didn't realize how many. People were just like making podcasts, but there are quite a few of people doing it. So it sounds like it. Yeah, man. There's a this is like site that I go to, and it's all kinds of people. But everybody's spending like all their time on the internet, and everyone drives every day. So maybe I can, maybe we can entertain somebody. Yeah, maybe we can entertain somebody on their ride home. Like man, my life is my life isn't as bad as I thought it was. Listen to these assholes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but a drone caught a glimpse of one of the planet's last uncontacted tribes. <laughs> it's a bunch oh, of people. Like North Sentinelese or whatever. Uh no, this one's this one's a joke. It's like a parody. It has a a bunch of people like these two fat people throwing fucking empty glass beer bottles up at the drone. One one has a a girl that was sunbathing topless and she's running with a broom towards the drone and has like her uh, boobs covered up. So it's like classy stuff, you know, it's like actual, this is kind of like how they used to do the Google, the Google, um, street view images where they just catch people doing random stuff, but now they do it with drones. Exactly. Remember uh remember that nude beach on the river up in Northern California? No. You don't remember that? No. Dude, there was a um yeah, it it wasn't like a it wasn't like a good thing, bro. This wasn't like a a destination spot. It's not like <laughs> it wasn't like you walked into Eden. So it was on a fucking river. <laughs> yeah, it's on a river. So I'm pretty sure remember all those uh like gypsies and shit? That we would yes. see. I'm pretty sure it was one of those, but 
um, you know, remember where we used to like ride forwards and stuff, like right before we yeah. got to Marysville? Mm-hmm. It was <clears throat> like going up the river. So like going to the north on the yeah. along the river. Um, there was a uh an a topless nude, I don't know, encampment. I don't know, a commune. I don't know what it was, man. But I remember seeing it one time thinking I should probably get out of here before someone murders me, but everyone there was naked. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? I do uh, not remember this spot. I thought, I thought we went there. Yeah, How far up like a, the river? Sounds like a movie. Not far. It was not far at all because there was that spot where like all the river rocks were. It was like yeah. just past that, like put, you, just past the bridge. Are you talking about where people would like? I remember that little beach area that people would go to hang out. But I don't no. remember like there being a there being an encampment. Um, no, it definitely wasn't the, the spot. I don't think the spot you're thinking about. It was up the other way. But but yeah, I remember. I probably thought maybe you were gone. Whenever I went up there, it doesn't matter. It, but yeah, there was like this little small gypsy, um, topless encampment commune. Like uh, was that show on Netflix that came out during the pandemic? Like the about the crazy people in Oregon. It's like one of those, one of those uh, kind of about, settings. About the guy who came from India and started the yeah. in Oregon. Oh, uh, oh fuck! What's his name? The wild, wild, uh, wild, the wild, 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 uh, well, wild, wild country. Wild, wild country. Yeah, it was wild, that wild country. Right. Yeah, that's what it was. Basically, it was like one of those. It was a wild, wild country. Type setting, Speaking but with wild, wild country. You guys fifteen people. Pick, did you guys pick up that uh, Tiger King? Oh, I haven't yeah. watched the last like five. Oh man, I didn't even know that was a thing. I Rajneesh, that was... that was his name. Yeah, Rajneesh. I, I've not seen the uh, the the last five, but I saw the first five of the new one. Up. It's kind of disappointing. Um, oh, how could it? How could it live up to the first season? That shit came out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is what everybody needed whenever the pandemic kicked off was fucking Tiger King. Dude, uh, he just got moved to. Uh, he's, he got approved like, an appeal or something like that. Where he's he was trying local. to move his time yeah, from dude, twenty-two years. From like Twenty minutes south of Norman or something. He was yeah. down in like Paul's Valley or something. Yeah, no, but they moved Winwood. him like they moved him by like where to Oklahoma he and City. I are. No, 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 dude. He was here where we are because there's a federal um, – because he got sick again, and there's a federal um, jail that is also a hospital. There's only a handful of them in the country. So he was like, no shit here, here, where we are. Oh. And then I, I don't know if he got healthy and they moved him back. Um, I saw something like the other day where he got moved back to like Oklahoma City. Yeah, I think that was from here. I thought he was always in Oklahoma, but – he he was before. Yeah, but then he got sick. What the fuck was that guy's name again? <laughs> Dude, no, Joe, Joe, Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. Gosh. Dude, it's That's so what... funny. People used to always talk about take like going down there. I and wish it would have. And that show came out and they're like, I can't believe this, blah blah blah. Like you couldn't believe it. you fucking went there, man. Like what are you talking about? He shit's wild, man. That stuff was fucking nuts. Okay, so obviously TMZ has all this the scoop. Oh, he has cancer. Hmm. 
Oh, never mind. He was uh, transferred somewhere else. So he went to. Oh no, never mind. Yeah, he went from he was down in Texas and Fort Worth, got mm-hmm. transferred, and then he went back. That's what it looks like, according to TMZ. Yeah, they're working on. Uh, I guess there's an appeal. He got double charged essentially. Is how huh. I saw it, but uh, it's not like a big difference. Well, I guess it could be. If you're in jail, it went from like uh, 22 years is what the sentence he had. But they're like, oh, it should only have been 17 years. You're like, uh, all right. Like, that's not, I, I guess that helps if you're in jail. But Yeah, I mean, if you're in jail, it helps, I'm sure. Yeah, but uh, like I'm trying sure to move it to. Like parole. Like but, uh, parole and stuff. The second season, though, I mean, he kind of nails it on the head. He's like. Uh, I might have been, you know, charged for, uh, you know, hiring a hitman, but why wasn't the hitman himself, like, charged? And uh, what's up with that? You're like, yeah, yeah. Got, a, got a good point. The guy actually left to go down there to try to kill her, and then he got high as shit or whatever. You're like, the guy was actually going to go down there and do it, and he didn't do nothing to him. Well, uh, well, I'm not going to ruin the second the second season for you, but um, but you can come to your own conclusion at the yeah, end of the first season with that one. Like, yeah, why it's, was a, he the it's only a giant shit show. Yeah, it's a joke. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure they just came out. Let me get on old old boys Netflix real quick. I'm pretty sure they just came out with the second half of the second season because they released five episodes, and then I'm pretty sure. They um, came out with more, hmm. so I think there's now like there's now ten, but maybe I'm wrong. What is hmm. this? That's weird. I don't want this shit to start. Fuck. I go back, but yeah, the whole that whenever it came out, it was just. Unbelievably perfect good timing. timing. Yeah, it came out of nowhere. Perfect timing. Everyone just yeah. had like like the whole Squid Games thing too. Everyone just happened to be on there. Dude, one Squid per- Games like, is legit. One one person started talking about, it and then all of a sudden, like everyone talked about, it. like memes started flowing, and you know when there's memes, it's on. Dude, whenever you get into like the meme lord game, that's when you know. I feel like I'm at that level. You are not. You it. you are a meme. You are not like the meme lord. <laughs> are you? When you? Are you? Are you making memes, or are you just sharing other people's memes? So I, th- I think that he, we we make memes of him. He is the oh. meme. <laughs> he does. He does not create memes. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much. So I guess there's three. There's three additional episodes they released. And it's the Doc uh, Antle story. So there's three more episodes on top of the Ooh, five. Oh, I need earlier. to watch those ones. Yeah, so it's the first one's What's Up, Doc. The next one's A Great Escape. Dude, that's like a combination of Tiger King and Wild Wild Country. <laughs> that yeah. guy? There you his go. His son is super big now on Instagram. What? Yeah, his son, Doc Antle's son. He, like, rides ligers and shit. Like, he's got what? some crazy What's this videos. guy's name? I don't know. I saw it on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. 
I was like, damn, this dude's he's, got he's a... He's Liger King. He's a Liger King, man. He, like, rides him. Uh, but it looks like he's, like... I mean, for what it's worth. Like, he actually, like, cares for the cats and, like, they play with them and all that shit. Come uh, on, Kyle. I know. You, you're, you're gonna have PETA knocking at my door going... You're just... You're uh, you cannot do that. You're just you feeding into that. illegal trade. The lions need to be out in the Serengeti where they belong. No, we all know that the only place a tiger can survive is in Carol Baskin's fucking oh, jail God, cells fucking down there lady. in Florida. That fucking lady. That's pretty much the only, that's pretty much what her stance is. She goes, No, they have to suffer in my cages, not mm-hmm. someone else's cages. And then wasn't she only dancing with the stars? Yeah, yeah she's she's awful. <laughs> She's awful. I'm trying to find old boy. So but she keeps winning, man. Like you're like, God, I want nothing more than this. I think it's over. Lose. I think that shit's over. Another like another athlete won. They just need to stop inviting athletes. I'm pretty sure athletes have just cleaned house on that show. I don't know. The last time I even watched that was. This has got to be his son because he looks never... like a fucking weirdo. Yeah, he's got long hair. Oh yes. Oh Shirtless. yeah. Found him. Found him. Yeah. Well, this is right up your alley. Yeah, good one. Walked into that one. <laughs> hey, man, it's not my fault that you. You like that's a big ass cat, dude. He's I know. Like, tigers are fucking huge. He's like pet. Yeah, these people are fucking crazy. They are crazy. <laughs> these people are. But it's like a gay one... Steve Irwin. That's what he oh, reminds God. me. <laughs> Reminds me of that's such such that's such an insult to Steve Irwin. <laughs> Steve Irwin's like... gonna come out of that South Park episode and stab you in the heart. Oh, dude, I watched that one the other night. They're like, "Hey, there's a guy here dressed like Steve Irwin." <laughs> and they're like, Steve "Hey, Irwin? don't you think? Don't you think it's a little soon? Uh, soon for what? You know, dressing like Steve Irwin. I am Steve Irwin. Oh, really funny." Oh man, the devil's birthday or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, I watched that the other night. I mean, uh, South Park's probably a South Park's undefeated. They're like the they original are undefeated. Undefeated. I love them. Are they still I fucking love them. Yeah. I, I think that the. Keep going. No, I think that the longest. The, uh, the the longest um, running. Uh, like illustrated show, aren't they? I think no. Simpsons are Simpsons. By oh, far, yeah. you're right. Yeah, that's like, right. I think they're over thirty seasons. Yeah, the Simpsons have been on for a fucking hot minute, but yeah. the late eighty. <laughs> but the Mormons of South Park are just—they're undefeated. <laughs> oh man, it's so good. They—they they really are. They're just—they crush it. You know, they only make an episode like five days before it's supposed to air. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, and they've yeah. only missed, I think, one. And it was Fuck. some, like, somebody got sick or something, like. Yeah, I think whenever they missed get... one episode. Well, whenever you're making movies like Basketball, I don't think that you're lacking <laughs> inspiration. Or when you're, you're writing plays on the side, like the Book of Mormon, I don't yeah. think you lack inspiration. You probably just... Do that. I th- I've heard it's awesome. Our tattoo artist... Yeah. Um, raved about it. 
Yeah, I want to see it. I don't remember when he went and saw it, but he said it was one of the funniest fucking things ever. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah, he said it was awesome. He said it was fantastic. So I have to see that for show. For show, for show. But man, Instagram and fucking Twitter are just cesspools of great information. What's that? Twitter's the devil. Yeah, Twitter knows the news before the news knows the news. Like, um, fucking, uh, the old Ruskies are going to go send a uh, Russian-led alliance to Kazakhstan. Oh, yeah, a peaceful. <laughs> a peace, a peace alliance. <laughs> oh, man, can't wait to see the videos of them kicking people out of helicopters peacefully, oh, obviously. It's a, it's a, a peaceful seven nation, demonstration. Right? It'll be yeah. mostly peaceful. It will be mostly peaceful, for sure. My God damn it. <laughs> Here we go again. They got a really good track record, man. We'll, gotta keep them teeth sharp, dog. That's all it is. Well, they're doing it. Fucking hilarious. Ooh, nothing. Oh, Deshaun Watson. Bro, that fucking clown. Oh, what happened? Well, I just saw that he made a rare public appearance. Um, with a woman, probably not a good idea. Probably not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> but, but um, dude, they they like completely swept that under the rug the entire season. After the allegations last summer, that was not a hot topic with the league was he, at all. Did he play all year? He didn't. He didn't play a single snap, dude. He That's just. Fine. They put him on the. Um, I'm pretty sure he was on the pup list. The mm. well, no, because that's the yeah the uh. The unable physically to perform, un, under uh, physically unable to perform. Yeah, some bullshit like that. They just, I'm pretty sure they just put him on that and then didn't play him all year. He didn't play a single snap. I don't even think he played in the preseason, dude. Mm-hmm. And then they were shopping him around and could never trade him. I want to know what's going on with this court battle. It's got to be something pretty rowdy. That's right, because they had like Tyrod Taylor or something down there for a second. Yeah, man. I mean, oh, <laughs> he's only got one lung, but he can still play football. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he only has one lung still. I think yeah. the lung they punctured last year is probably okay at this point. <laughs> what a shitty way to lose a job. Hey, I, I need you to just give me like a give me a painkiller. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, should you? You're gonna shoot it into my ribs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we just gotta go right past the rib into your lung. Make sure this works. <laughs> yeah. What a sucks. shitty. Way. Yeah, man. What a shitty way to to do that. Yeah, he made a um, public appearance that says he's kept a low profile since being hit with 22 civil lawsuits. Yes, you don't say. Dude, I don't know about that whole, I'm not, you know, the whole smoke fire thing, but I'm pretty sure his house is on fire. 22 civil lawsuits. There's something going on there, for show. Do people think, like, Oh, I'm not going to get caught. Like, nobody's going to, like... I don't get it. Well, some of the stuff's got to be extortion, right? Yeah, like, I would assume that maybe... So as soon as one person does it, then there's probably likely... It's probably like it's probably common for like more people to come out and say things. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's ha- like it happened to Zeke Elliott. And I'm not a big Zeke Elliott fan, but the dude was with the same chick. I'm pretty sure... I know all of college, but I'm pretty sure they were... They Did they get together at Ohio State? 
Yeah, I think, I think that's where it mattered. And then there was never an issue all the whole time they were at Ohio State. Gets the NFL, signs that big deal, then all of a sudden he's a fucking – he gets hit with domestic violence. It's like, yeah. Uh, I think that he was getting ready to break up with you or he did break up with you. Yeah, I think that's where it stemmed from. I think he was – I think they had broken up and that's when everything kind of came out. Yeah. He's so like, just, I can have all this other stuff. Well, yeah, and so like the domestic violence thing came down, and then they it was a civil lawsuit, not a criminal lawsuit, and then they settled. So, I mean, I'm not like Zeke Elliott didn't oh. beat this chick up, but it just it seems odd that if he committed a crime against you, you'd want to like have him criminally held accountable, yeah. not take him to civil court and then do a settlement where you get who knows how much money. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just me. But I think a lot of it, some of it's not all of it, some of it's extortion. So, I mean, who who knows? Because I think the last person that actually went to court criminally, not civilly, was Kobe Bryant. I think she took him to criminal court saying that uh, he raped her. Well, I know Darren Sharper had that stuff going on. He went to, he oh. went to like criminal court. Oh, yeah. But he went to jail, though. Yeah. So his was like real. You're right. Darren Sharper got fucked. Is he still in jail? I don't know. That was that was a while ago. That was a while ago. I forgot about that. Look at you. Just came out of nowhere. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking this clown over here. I wonder if he's still in there. You still in jail, dude? Who knows? I'll figure it out. Oh, he had he got eighteen. Oh well, I think his was like it was like multiple women in the yeah. So he's like he was he was I think he was was he dr- was he like drugging them and then yeah. So uh, Darren Sharp eight. Yeah. So he so it actually <laughs> says here like right here on ESPN Darren Sharper gets eighteen different it gets eighteen years for giving uh the Cosby Lotta to women and raping them. That's what it says <laughs> on ESPN. I'm laughing at you the Cosby Lotta, not the... <laughs> you, you heard it first. Darren Sharper learned his ways from fucking Bill Cosby. Oh, my fuck. Getting that Cosby special. That's... Oh, fuck. Fuck, man. What, what, what kind of demented person, like, does that? I don't know, the same... Pudding pop, I guess. I don't fucking know. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I thought <laughs> I remember those Jello fucking commercials yeah. that you would do. Oh my god! Your pudding pop. Pudding pop. <laughs> <laughs> the, the same oh, guy that was just hanging out with fucking people's like six and seven year old kids was going up to the club, probably the same night, and then just banging their moms like. <laughs> Just oh my God. hey, hey, you let's you and your mom. We'll go out. We'll have a couple of drinks. I'll show you show you guys a good time. Fuck that is that is fucking funny. It's pretty fucked up. In in Hollywood, it, isn't it the other way around? No, I'm you saying what that, you, you said. Do that how the you night before the show. That's how you get the show. That is how you get the uh-huh. show. But <clears throat> but obviously, Bill Cosby. Dude, what takes him so long for like that to come out though? That's what I don't get. I don't remember. I think that all came out during the Me Too movement. A bunch of his stuff, his stuff was wonky because it was all like uh, had met the statute of limitations. 
Yeah, well, he just got it was, it was also like the eight. It was also like the eighties and earlier. Yeah. Oh shit! Our homie Joe Mixon tested positive for COVID nineteen. Won't play in the season finale. Oh damn! He's no. probably out there at campus corner beating chicks, cracking their skull. Antonio <laughs> Brown releases lengthy yeah, no, statement saying he's in he was in now. So he's probably over the Rhine. Releases statement yeah. saying he was forced to play on an injured ankle that requires that will require uh, surgery. Uh, <clears throat> so, um, Ooh. if that's true, that's actually probably a big deal, and he can fuck the they bucks. They can get in a lot of trouble. Yeah, he can probably really. But wasn't fuck he, he was, up wasn't he cleared by the was he cleared by their medical people? Uh, I see. I, I just, this is the first I'd heard of him talking about his ankle being fucked up. Yeah, well, that was that's what came out like the day the day of or the next day when after all that came out, he said, "Yeah, I had, I had. I don't think he said it was a broken ankle or anything. I think he said he had an injury." Yeah, well, like what uh, he just read was that he had an ankle injury that's going to require surgery. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to force him to play. Interesting. But didn't well, he also he also missed out like uh like incentives if if he could play he'd like made incentive money too yeah three hundred thousand he still needed like eight catches or however much time I don't know how that works but they were they were losing to the Jets though he probably would have gotten that it was like a three hundred thousand yeah. dollar bonus but still man that could be bad news bears for well this Buccaneers well could be say it's not the Buccaneers it's Tom Brady they'll they'll get past it. I don't think it has anything to do with Tom Brady, though. It has to do with if the if the doctors cleared him and he just didn't want to play. Oh, I'm just saying that. It seems like I mean, just because he says Brady he, he could have gotten surgery. I mean, that could be anything. Those dudes get like those guys get like preemptive surgery all the time or precautionary, like you know. Yeah. I think what uh, what he's saying is uh, because Tom Brady's on the Bucks. Nothing will happen to the team until after the season, until after they can yeah. have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, is what he's saying. <clears throat> I know. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I just mean I don't know what they can do about it. Well, if they cleared him to play, and then let's say an independent doctor goes and looks at his shit, and they're like, "Yeah, he does require surgery." You go and look at the team docs. You're like, "Uh, why did you allow this guy to to go and play?" And then it looks sketchy from a team standpoint. That yeah, it might. Mm-hmm. Who knows? That, that's that's all speculative too. Cause, I mean, who knows what that all was like just, the... that's just my first thought when I, you know, you hear about you know a team getting in potentially getting in trouble. Like, how do you how do you ensure that the team like Colton said? Oh, he was already cleared. They're like, yeah, he was cleared by the docs. So where do you go and look? Oh, you got to go and look at the doctors on the team. And then. Yeah, all I know is that, like his exit was the exit. Just yeah. doing his magic mic routine, taking off all his fucking shoulder pads and stuff. Yeah. And then the jumping jacks across the end zone and shit. Did you see the Uber driver? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Viewed him on Barstool Sports. Did you see the interview on Barstool no. Sports with uh, Big Cat Daddy? Fuck, dude. It, it was pretty funny. The guy. The guy's like a, he's a hellion for sure, but it was hilarious. Oh man, no! I think the last thing I ever watched on on Barstool was isn't that where is McAfee? Is he, does he do his thing on there? No, uh, no, no, he's he, he just yeah, oh, he just okay. signed his own his own deal. I think, 
I'm trying to remember who he signed with. He just signed a pretty big deal with somebody to do his podcast. I, watched and I don't the, remember who it was. I watched the thing where um, Aaron Rodgers did his interview after the whole the whole like uh, vaccine scandal thing he had going on. I watched his his interview. What the fuck? Um, did he he got a hundred twenty million dollar contract from FanDuel? Dope. Good for him. It's a f- over four years. What? What the fuck did he do? Anyways, that dude's that dude's a riot. McAfee is a riot. Yeah. Yeah. He's, it, it's his podcast. I know he does it with like AJ Hawk. Uh, yeah, I think he's got a couple guests that come on. Um, yeah, on dude. his. But he's got another. Anyways, yeah. I've never, I've never watched it. I, 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 I knew he had it, but I've never, I've never really watched it. I do like Pat McAfee though. Pretty funny. It's because he was on Sirius. Mm-hmm. And now he's been bought up by FanDuel. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. But yeah, it's it's him and AJ Hawk. So it says, uh, it's unclear how much that thirty million dollars a year would be base as opposed to potential or whatever and then the deal probably includes stuff for AJ Hawk and the team produces all this shit hmm. so but sweet yeah that's pretty interesting how that uh, how that's all going to shape out that's a fuck ton of money for him oh yeah I think I saw this graphic where he made I think he he made like sub 15 million dollars as a while he was in and then he just signed this Fucking thirty million dollar a year for four year deal, that's wild. Yeah, that's crazy. I believe it. I mean, how much how much do punters really get paid? I mean, obviously they make way more money than I do, but um, I don't I know think, about uh, punters. I think, needs, I think he needs a new invite. I don't think I can. Well, maybe uh, maybe I can. Maybe I can. I can. Boom. Cool. Uh, this is the first time I've done it to where with multiple people. So, yeah. Uh, still learning. Yeah, it seems to be but, working pretty good, though. It seems like a pretty good. Yeah, minus him. Out. Him fucking it up. We're solid. You and me are solid. This fucking clown. Not solid. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, well, whatever. Yeah. Looks like his shit's fucked. The message. Yeah. Well, I'm just gonna ignore him. Yeah, can, just tell me can... we're on signal. We didn't see we're on signal. <laughs> there we go. That's what that's right. Oh, sorry, bro. We didn't we didn't see what you were texting us. Uh, we're on signal the whole time. <laughs> uh, but I mean, with him being on, I mean, we've been we've been at it for almost an hour and a half. We can and wrap things up and then if you enjoyed yourself, uh, yeah, do dude, it again. Absolutely. I think it's pretty we're easy able to get together. I know we've talked about it for a little bit. Yeah, hey, man, we went on. We went off. We went. We started with football and we went off into tech stuff and all sorts of stuff. Good time, dude. Uh, the next thing I'm telling you, we'll talk about. <laughs> we gotta talk about uh, NFTs. Have you read about the NFT shit yet? I keep talking so about. I don't, it. I don't I'm know shit about NFTs right except for it's uh, all made I guess up. Like the, like the con the concept I see is, is kind of like. Uh, Tech bro art selling. 
Uh, <laughs> <but> <coughs> crypto. Yeah, dude, it's it's like all made up. It's it's a fantasy world, but it's people are making ridiculous money for like nothing. I don't know. It's 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 very odd to me, but it's also enticing. I feel like it's a it's a way if you get in early to make stupid money for no fucking reason. And then, or, I don't know. It's just, I think it's going to die. Maybe it won't. Maybe I'm completely wrong. But right now, it just seems like a giant money grab for dumb people. Like, yeah. dumb people buying stuff. Because I'm, I'm not even really sure if it's the, the my understanding is it doesn't really matter what the, the NFT you buy is the specific image as much as the, the code associated with the image. Um, both it's like it's it's when you own the nft you own that piece of digital art and it's yours and so like you have the sole ownership of that i don't know i don't know man it's weird so Um, yeah that's definitely interesting i have to i have to do a little bit of research on it as of right now it's just kind of like one of those like buzzwords i hear people talking about but i I wouldn't i want to look at it because it kind of sounds like i want to say what i need to find is i need to find an article that compares how that process flows to like say how like people do like art dealings because it kind of sounds like it's like a virtual art gallery yeah exactly yeah just a way like for people to move money tie these different assets yeah it seems like a way for people to get get things and make money without having to pay capital gains tax yeah, it's like, I need to it's go, like what I need to do is I need to go buy a Tesla because then I'll instantly understand Bitcoin and NFTs. Uh, fact, I think it's actually they take you in the back and they set you up and they hook you up to a screen, kind of like uh, what's that fucking movie, that Get Out movie, where they watch the TV and then they hypnotize them. That's what happens. You go sit down in front of this this TV, they put something on, hypnotize you, then you come out as a a Bitcoin Sauvier, Saunier, whatever the wine, the wine people are. Yes. Oh no, no, no. Uh, Sommelier. Sommelier. You come out as a Bitcoin Sommelier. Sommelier is like a dude who literally makes sauce in a kitchen. (laughs) I mean, you could be a saucier, a Bitcoin saucier, but Sommelier sounds better. I think it's more sophisticated, which is what (laughs) you would be with a Tesla. So after looking at that. Yeah. But yeah, get get these kids out of daycare. So I can go buy a Tesla. Exactly. Yeah, we just need to build our social media content empires and buy Teslas. Yeah, man. Buy Teslas. Fucking to the moon, dude. Let's do it. Exactly. Fund a a Doge, a Dogecoin fucking Falcon 9 rocket to space. We'll be fine. Yeah. All right, man. We'll uh, we'll wrap it up and then uh, we'll figure out another time we can all get back together and talk about shit again. Yeah, dude, it's cool. Let me know. I'm definitely down to do it again. Sounds good to me, man. We'll definitely uh, get you back up. All right, man. And y'all have a good night. All right. Take it easy, everybody. Later. Thanks again, everybody, for listening to this episode of Poke Bear Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at PokeTBear. Also, uh, Instagram at poke underscore t underscore bear. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Take it easy.